Hello and happy Thanksgiving to those of you in the uh, in the Americas in in the United States. I hope you guys are having fun with your families. Now I do know that there are some people who are uh, with families, and yet and yet, like Beth says, uh, the bird is getting carved right now, not in my house, but not by me. So thanks for joining us, and of course. Uh, the ever hardworking Alyssa, who, who does not know how to take a day off, is also in the comments supporting me virtually. Thank you, my American friends. But thank you to all uh, the Drafts Digital friends around the world. My name is Mark Leslie Lefebvre, and I'm here to share with you just some tips. This is, this is sort of based on a presentation I recently did in Vegas at uh, 20 Books uh, Vegas. And I thought it would be great to just remind you guys of some of the really cool things that Drafted Digital does. I think one of the things about Drafted Digital that I think we often do is we're constantly iterating, constantly adding new things. We have so many amazing, talented people who work for the company. Uh, we get lots of great ideas from you, dear author, and we incorporate them and we launch them and we release them and we get excited about them. And then we move on to building the next great things. But one of the things that we don't often do is go back and look at some of the things we've built and released. And even those of us who work here, uh, who are authors as well, we forget all the cool tools that have been built. So this is just a bit of a refresher and a bit of a reminder for you guys. If you do have any questions, um, go ahead and ask in the comments. I will try to entertain the questions as well. But um, I'm just going to get right into this. Now, what I did is I have loaded a few different um, uh, pop-ups. So you don't have to look at my uh, my smiling bald face or my bald head and smiling face. Um, but what I wanted to start off with was as we get into the as we get into the very first of the 10 things I wanted you to know. Let's take a look at the first one. Now you probably already know that we have distribution to a whole bunch of different retail and, and subscription and library partners. Uh, you may notice that um, Scribd has recently rebranded to Everand, but it's a, a, a similar platform, rebranding, relaunching, uh, doing some exciting things. But we have access to all those distribution partners. And when we add a new distribution partner, and we're going to be, if you stay tuned, in the next few months, we will be announcing new partners that we've recently signed with. There's a pop-up. And the pop-up will come on when you log into your screen. And it says, hey, congratulate, or we're excited. Uh, do you want to opt all your titles into this new platform? And oftentimes, when you go to your dashboard, the, the thing that happens is you're going to the dashboard to do something. You're going to do a price update. You're going to check your sales. You're going to do whatever. And then you usually, uh, well, some, some authors will just click, now nah, I'll look at it later, and they close it down and forget about it. So if you did ever forget about it, um, you, this is number one in the, in the 10 things you may not know, you can mass opt in to our numerous partner sites at any time, uh, which is pretty exciting. And I thought I had some slides to show you how that looks. Apparently, uh, that slide never made it uh, into the book. But if you go to uh, my account and you look at multi-book uh, actions, uh, it, you'll just see it right there. You click on that and you'll see the mass ad ebooks to any store. This is just a screenshot of what I saw when I went up there. So you can see, you know, I haven't opted into all the platforms because I am publishing in, in very many different ways. But this is just a chance to go, oh, wait, I missed Palace Marketplace. Click that button and automatically opt in. Of course, because we have awesome customer service folks, if you want, you can also email support at draft to digital and say, I missed out on the chance to get into Palace Marketplace, for example, one of the recent library platforms that we announced in the last few months, and we will opt in 
for you. We can push the buttons for you, but you can DIY it yourself. Um, and so that's kind of an exciting thing. The other thing I just wanted to remind you of is that we do build things based on your recommendations and the things that you send in. And uh, a call out to some of the folks I, I chatted with when I was in Vegas a few weeks ago uh, who had some ideas for new templates that we could add because we do have templates. You load your Word document, we'll make a beautiful EPUB for you, make a beautiful interior for a print book for you. But we continue to iterate on those templates based on requests and desires. So one of the requests, um, and you may not be aware of this, is that we actually added a few years ago poetry to the custom templates. That's right. We added poetry. And that means that you can go in. This is just an example of one of my poems. You can select from all the various options, but you see just a few different options with headers and, and different styles. And that's because poetry, of course, it doesn't kind of subscribe to the same sort of formatting that a regular text-based novel might uh, might subscribe to. And so that gives you more control into where where the, the words are going to be on the screen. So that's um, that's poetry. But I did have uh, I did notice that a few people who I'd spoken to in Vegas have uh, put in their awesome requests for things they'd like to see. And I know it's in the dev queue uh, to, to be added and built. Because again, we're building the things to try to make it easier for you to remove the resistance, to remove the frustration, to remove the struggles, to, to, to lower the hurdles, to make your writing and publishing experience as best as it can be. So we're really excited about that. All right. So um, yeah, and of course, thanks a lot to the sound of one man screaming. That is so, Mark. That's definitely me screaming here from the the cold, the cold northern northernly Canada as well. <clears throat> so that's exciting. Uh, okay, so back to back to the to the slides here, so I can keep going with that. So we have the poetry templates, um, but then the other thing that a, a lot of people may not be, because again, I'm just I'm trying to stuff you with as much information as possible, so it's not just turkey and and other goodies uh, that you're being stuffed with, but stuffing you with all kinds of options and ideas. But we actually have um, great collaboration tools uh, for payment splitting, and and the payment splitting is for ebooks, print, and and I'll get to this later, and 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 actually for some of the audio um, that we have available, it's as simple as this. So. Uh, the, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I, uh, now I'm, now I'm questioning myself because I could have sworn I had a different slide in there, uh, about, uh, giving people access to your account. And I'm wondering if the slides got messed up when I loaded them <laughs> into StreamYard. So we'll just roll with it, shall we? Uh, this is an example. Oh, that's why, because it's account sharing. This is probably uh, slide number three, if I, if I, uh, mess that up. This is where you can uh, give access to an admin assistant or someone who's helping you with your publishing. You go to account, you click on account sharing, and uh, you can actually specify different people who have access to update your books for you. Maybe maybe it's someone who's loading the EPUB for you, but you don't want to give them access, of course, to your banking information, that very private uh, confidential information. Or maybe, uh, so book management, or sales data. And sales data is one of the things that we've used with partners like uh, Book, uh, not Book Report, but one of the other partners where you can allow uh, access to um, to sales data. In some cases, there may be um, somebody who's uh, your publicist or agent or something like that, and you want to give them access to your sales data because they're going to help you get some sort of deal based on that. So that was 
yeah, I must have must have missed importing the uh, the slide that talked about account sharing, but that's kind of how that works. But when we go back over to collaboration tools, there's the collaboration tools. I bring up collaborate collaboration tools because we have payment splitting. So this is an example of a novel that I co-authored uh, with my good friend Julie, who lives. She's um, celebrating Thanksgiving with her family down in down in sunny California. But uh, Julie and I co-authored Hex in the City in my Canadian Werewolf series, and we are doing the payment split on on the eBooks, on the prints, and on the audio. Although we don't yet uh, have the audio through what I'm going to talk about later, I'm, I'm, I'm hinting to that. That's coming up in a later slide. But this is just a great way to do collaborations with another author. This, I think, is uh, next example. This screenshot is an example of an anthology I published called Obsessions, where I had 16 different contributors. And, of course, you can split. If you wanted to do payment splitting, you can actually split uh, up to with 99 different people, if you want, where everyone gets 1%. Just has to be somehow. And that's uh, add up to 100% at the end of the day. So that's a pretty exciting thing that we offer in terms of the uh, in terms of payment splitting. And, and, and one of the benefits here, you know, as, as the token Canadian on the draft to digital team is, you know, draft digital is an American company. I'm in Canada. The challenge of getting paid from draft to digital and then losing money on the exchange rate when it comes into Canada. Uh, right. Bank of Canada or whatever bank is doing the exchange rates always going to make some money off that. So I make a little bit less on that. And then I have to do the calculations, take off my shoes and socks, do all the calculations and figure out what I owe the various co-authors or contributors. And then, you know, to pay a, a friend back in the U.S., I have to convert it back to U.S. where I also lose a little bit of money on the exchange. And then, But it also takes time and it takes labor and it takes energy. And the beautiful thing about that is um, draft the digital will pay directly all of my co-authors, all of my co-collaborators. It's, it's brilliant. It's beautiful. They get paid the second I get paid. It goes directly into their bank account or however they, they wish to be paid because you do have different payment options with draft to digital but that's the most efficient, having it dropped right into a bank account. So there's no waiting. There's no delay. There's no extra labor. And for your U.S. sales, draft to digital will issue you um, the uh, tax documents that are required uh, in the U.S. Uh, for those sales. So that's pretty exciting. And I, I as the publisher or co-author, don't need to worry about that. I'm uh, going to toggle over the comments and just take a look and see if there's any questions that came up. How does, uh, how does an author, uh, there's an interesting question from Amy, how does an author whose account you terminate get the royalties? Just a question. Uh, Amy, to be quite honest, uh, our desire is to get you those royalties. Now, I mean, if the account was terminated for nefarious purposes or whatever, that's one thing. But we'd have to, um, I would recommend email support at draft to digital and, uh, and we'll take care of that for you. We'll figure that out. What we really want to do is get that money out of our account and into your hands as the author because we don't want to carry that extra uh, accounts owing, the accounts receivable. It's, it's good business practice to to clear those out as often as possible and make sure that you're getting paid. And I know every month our publisher operations, our accounting, customer service folks are constantly very diligent about looking at rejected payments and then contacting authors and saying, hey, we tried to pay you. It got rejected. We have this money we'd like to get to you. So do do reach out to uh, support at draft2digital.com and we can hopefully take care of you there. Um, 
Uh, let's see. Uh, D2D is a legit game changer. Yes, it is. Thank you so much. Uh, we like to think that we're, <laughs> we are. Oh, and yes, and, and uh, Alyssa's reminding folks that uh, direct deposit is available internationally. Yeah, I'm getting it here in Canada. And, uh, and while we're here in the questions, Anne asks, can you have your book on draft to digital and Amazon? You sure can, Anne, so long as when you published your book directly to Amazon, I'm talking about the ebook specifically right here, but if you published your book directly onto Amazon um, and you're not in Kindle Unlimited, you haven't uh, joined KDP Select and made it exclusive to Amazon, you can publish your book through draft to digital to the other platforms. Now, when you go to publish, just make sure you don't click the little box that says go to Amazon because you, you don't want to do that. You're already on Amazon directly. And so you can, you can do that. And similarly with the print book, yeah, you may have used KDP print to get that book uh, specifically on Amazon. Um, and when you use uh, DDD print, it will go everywhere. They'll actually send the book to Amazon, but Amazon's really, really good at being, um, Favoring their own. Uh, so nepotism is really important to Amazon. So when they see the same book come in from a third-party distributor, the wholesaler that will send it to Amazon, they'll go, yeah, we don't need it. We already have it. So they will reject it, but it's not the end of the world because you're already there directly. So hopefully hopefully that answered uh, that question, Anne. Now I'm going to go back over, toggle over to my uh, brand screen where I can load the next slide and see uh, see where. So I had collaboration tools. I got into the collaboration tools. Oh my goodness. Let's pretend you like to plan ahead. Let's pretend, you know, prior to Thanksgiving weekend, you wanted to do a price promo because you wanted to be carving the turkey and enjoying time with the family and not worry about whether or not your book went to 99 cents. So you can do price scheduling in advance. And I'm going to show you some screenshots for that. You can also do assetless pre-orders. I have an example of that, as well as something that's called pre-sales, which is on the Smashword side. So let me start with the first one, price scheduling. This is an example of uh, one of my books where I go and I click on the little green promotions tab when I'm looking at it in my draft to digital dashboard. And I can go ahead and I can set a price and I can have that change at a particular date and then flip back to the regular price. Uh, kind of set it and forget it. And I can also uh, manage that and maintain it in more than just the US dollars, I can actually manage my territorial prices, which is really cool and time saving. Basically, draft to digital allows you to do that. All the other retailers, if you're publishing directly to, allow you to do that. Unfortunately, Amazon doesn't let you do that. They do let you do it on special price promos when you're locked into exclusivity. So, what I've had to do for a, a promo that actually starts tomorrow. Uh, and, and I'm going to be talking about promos that draft to digital. I'm in a Barnes and Noble promo that starts tomorrow uh, that I got uh, through um, draft to digital, which was very exciting. Uh, I've got uh, my book scheduled for tomorrow. I went into the other platforms and I scheduled it, but I have a note in my calendar first thing in the morning to log into Amazon and change it. Or you may even want to change it just a couple hours before midnight when it goes live. So that's one of the things you can do with price scheduling through draft to digital If you do have, uh, this is an example of a book that I'm actually working on right now. It goes to my editor in January and it releases in March. But I've had this uh, pre-order up for since March last year. Uh, the pre-order is up on most of the platforms because it's an assetless pre-order. And what is assetless? <clears throat> Let me take a sip of water and I'll see if I can get my tongue working again. 
Ah, fresh Canadian water. What is asset? Let me asset. Okay. You know, when you don't have an asset, I can't say the word for some reason, but when you do not have an asset, when you don't actually have the file ready, maybe it's not back from your editor or in this particular case, the manuscript's not quite finished yet. Um, the, it's not ready yet, but I have uh, the sales copy. I know what the price is going to be. I know the release date and I already have the cover ready to go. You can put that up and we will send it off. Now we will send you reminders that say, Hey, Mark, you have a pre-order coming up in 200 days. Just a reminder. And, and we'll send those reminders along. And then we start to get a little bit more panicked as we get about two weeks out <laughs> from the actual pre-order just to make sure that you've loaded the file so we can deliver it to our retail partners on time. Um, so that's one of the cool things you can do there. And then when you go to um, the Smashwords pre-sales, this is something that we offer on the Smashwords store, where maybe if I actually have the files ready early, maybe I can set up a pre-sale for a book so I can sell it prior to the book being available to everyone. I can actually make that available as a pre-sale and you give, you're given choices on pre-sales. I can make it public, meaning you can pre-buy the book on Smashwords prior to being able to get it anywhere else. You can, um, require your readers to agree to an anti-piracy pledge saying, hey, you're getting access to this book. You promise not to steal that. Um, and then I can also, um, they have a way to sign up to my email address. So I can also, uh, by default, they're they're private. So potentially you're sending that to your early readers because you want to make sure that they're able to re review the book, but they want to buy it. They want to buy the book. They want to support you. And one of the reasons why they may want to support you on Smashwords is a tip. That is coming up a little bit later. I'm going to toggle over to the comments, uh, likely where people made fun of me for um, not being able to say assetless. See, I said it now when there was no pressure. So that's kind of an exciting thing. Um, Alyssa is, is working so diligently in the comments, helping answer a whole bunch of questions about what I like to call KFC. Uh, it's actually KYC, know your customer, but I think KFC is a lot funnier. And uh, oh, and of course, pre-sales aren't available to non-staff right now. Whoops. Um, okay, well, it's a teaser. So you did not know that pre-sales are something that is, is coming up and you can take advantage of. If you are a Smashwords author, of course, uh, Smashwords authors have access to pre-sales and that is being built for draft to digital customers, uh, authors as well. So that's coming. Uh, and of course, I probably know about this because I, uh, I always forget when I'm early testing things for our wonderful development team and design team. Thanks for reminding me of that, uh, Alyssa. Uh, Linda asks, uh, how difficult is it to remove a book from D2D? And uh, it's actually relatively easy, uh, Linda, is you just have to go ahead and, and delist uh, the book uh, and it will get removed. Uh, we'll send out... Um, uh, we'll send out a request to our retail and library partners asking to remove it. It usually takes most of our, our major retailers will remove the book pretty much immediately within 24, 48 hours. It's usually down. Sometimes the libraries, they only process once a week. So that may take, you may want to give it a good 10 to, to 15 days to, to have it come down. But that's uh, usually how that happens. Now, with one exception, of course, um, Kobo, one of our partners, we love Kobo. Uh, one of our partners has a lot of uh, partners themselves. Uh, retail partners in various uh, parts of the world. And sometimes it takes a little bit longer for them uh, to take it down. 
Um, but we do work uh, with our partner to um, to find the titles that are still up and request that they take them down. And, and Kobo is really good about that. They're very good about taking the book down, and then they similarly send a request to their partner. So that is that is some of the challenges that sometimes happen as well. <clears throat> so uh, let's get back into. Uh, oh, um, I see another question. Uh, so a pre-written book can be submitted about a month. Uh, a rewritten book can be submitted about a month later. Oh, that's uh, Linda asking uh, how difficult it is to remove a book from draft to digital because you've rewritten it can be submitted a month later. If it's just some minor tweaks and stuff like that, there's no need to take the book down unless there's a reason why you want to take it down because maybe the, the errors of the updates are so egregious that you really want to just relaunch the whole thing as a brand new item. Um, that's completely your choice, of course, how you do that. I'll often, with some of my own books, if it's just a typo, and, and I did find that with one of my novels recently, is that I, I sent it off to my uh, narrator who narrates the audiobooks, and often, even though all the proofreading, all the editing that has happened, there's still stuff that gets missed. And so when Scott sends, sends it back, he says, well, I caught a few typos here, and I can go in and quickly just update them. So I don't need to unpublish. I just go in and update the files. So hopefully that helped you. Uh, there, Linda. Thanks for the questions. Um, back into the top 10 things you can do. I think the next slide is um, show of hands, everyone in the audience. And again, if you're looking at your screen and you put up your hand and someone else is in the house with you looking at you, that's okay. That's okay. You can put up your hand and say show of hands. How many people like draft to digital so much that they want to tell their author friends about it? Well, we actually have a way that you can actually make some money sharing your love of draft to digital sharing it with your author friends, we actually have a really cool refer a friend program. And the refer a friend program allows you to create a custom URL. Uh, again, you go under my account, you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you can see the refer a friend program. You can actually make a custom link name. So because most of my books are written under Mark Leslie, I have drafttodigital.com slash Mark Leslie. Nice and easy. And then what happens is from draft to digital's cut, we share half of that cut with the referred uh, party and with the person who is referring the new account for the first two years of the sales of that book. Why not have extra change in your pocket just to ensure that your passion and your love for draft to digital can help you help a friend. Everyone helps each other. I kind of like to be helpful. Speaking of helpful, you know what one of the most helpful things is in the author community is um, promotions and getting your book in front of more readers, uh, helping you sell more books, because that's how we make money is when you sell books. So we want to help you sell books. As a matter of fact, we actually have an awesome full-time person, and you may have seen her right here on Self-Publishing Insiders, but just a reminder, we have a full-time author promotions coordinator. Yes, the awesome Megan Spann, who is our promotions coordinator, enjoying Turkey Day with her family today, but uh, there's some screenshots of, of Megan and I doing some, some chats. If you scroll back on YouTube or Facebook for the self-publishing insiders, you'd be able to see some of the great details that Megan has offered, but she works full-time on author promotion. She works with our retail partners. She works with our library partners. She's working to find uh, various promotions uh, to get your books in front of more readers with our retail partners, and that's a really great thing that's going on. Megan's got all kinds of cool things in the works for the next year. Here are just some stats that she recently shared. So, uh, and th these are a few weeks old already. There's probably more now, but uh, this year we've done 80 promotion campaigns. 
with all of our partners. Now, the top three promotion contributors so far were 42 of them from Apple, uh, 15 from Overdrive, Library Wholesaler, and 13 from Kobo. And I do know we have, those are the top three. I know recently we just, um, as of tomorrow, there's a new Barnes & Noble uh, promo that we're running. But over 20,000 entries received from authors. And if, if you get, um, if you submit your stuff to a promo, just be aware that the, the retailers then decide. So with the exception of our library partners like Overdrive, usually for the library partners, we've done one recently with Biblioteca, another one with Overdrive. When, the, when it's a library partner, they usually accept everything. When it's a retail partner, they usually have limited space. And so Apple, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, we may send them 500 submissions that we got from you guys. They may come back and only accept 100 or 200. And then that's when you get that updated uh, email from, from Megan. And, and again, the retailer decides that. So I was thrilled that I got into a Barnes & Noble promo because I hadn't gotten into the previous ones. Uh, so you just keep trying. Yeah, it's part of the patience practice and persistent that's so important uh, with promotions. But if you're not sure how to be notified of when promotions are available, you want to go over to ddd.tips slash ddd promo form. And all you have to do is let us know your um, uh, the books you're publishing, what, what genres you're publishing to, and what platforms you're using us for. And that helps Megan uh, to find out who she's going to send the invites uh, to for those promos. So it looks like there's a lot of great uh, discussion. Oh, and this is a good point. Uh, whoops, I have to go back up to the, so many comments coming in. <laughs> Alyssa made this great point in the comments. If you refer a friend, your friend won't make any less. Uh, draft to digital makes less. Uh, you make more. Uh, you, make, you make the same amount of money as the author who's selling the book, but you as the referrer actually make a little bit of extra money. That's right. We're sharing our cut with it, not the author's cut. So uh, it's not coming out of their pocket, which is really exciting uh, again. And so uh, the question from Beth is, what's Megan's email address? Uh, you can reach uh, Megan via promotions at drafttodigital.com. Uh, that's probably one of the best ways because uh, it goes into a tracking system because that's what the other thing we do is we want to track the requests that come in and the responses that come in. And uh, Alyssa, of course, has dropped this into the comments very helpfully. Thank you, my wonderful colleague who's doing a lot of extra work on a day where you're supposed to be off and enjoying things. But, um, but I talked a little bit about the promotions and how sometimes uh, you submit to a promo and you don't get accepted. And that happens to all of us. It's just it's part of being a writer, I guess, is having to deal with those things. But if you're a DIY kind of person, and chances are, if you're self-publishing your books, you are. You've got a bit of that DIY ethic, a little bit of that DIY spirit. Well, we also have some DIY promo options available. That's right. That's right. We want to put more of that control into your hands. So some of the tools that we often don't often re remember, um, we actually have uh, you can have a link to your email list uh, on the books to read landing and merch pages uh, with, with your author profile where you can get people to sign up. People can follow you there. Uh, you can create an author profile. I'll show you an example of that. Uh, and you can feature what you want on the books to read landing and merchandising pages. So not only can you have a universal book link that actually has lists of your books, but you can actually create an author landing page and and custom merchandise reading lists and be able to feature the books that you want in carousels and heroes, et cetera. This is just sort of an example of an author page 
that you know vanity URL. Again, I'm using the example of books2read.com slash Mark Leslie. I can feature links to my various social media links, my website, et cetera. Um, people can follow me. Uh, we're draft to digital will automatically email whenever you publish a new book through draft to digital to the people who follow. And uh, I can feature different titles at the top. I can customize the text and the buttons. I can do different carousels. And it doesn't matter if the books are published through draft to digital or not. Um, the the uh, third carousel that you see uh, with the nonfiction ghost stories, those are traditionally published books. So I'm not even publishing those through draft to digital, but they are available in uh, books to read universal book links. So that's a really great, uh, great tool that I can control on my own. I like to say it's like Author Central, but for the various uh, other stores, for all the retail uh, stores, not just a single retailer, which makes it a lot more global, a lot more universal. We also do have, and this is not just available for people who work for draft to digital It was early in, in the alpha testing phase, but it, it was launched and it is available for people to use. Uh, if you're a draft digital author and you go to the promotions tab, we have the ability for you to make coupon codes for the Smashwords store. You can uh, make private coupon codes. You can make public coupon codes. And again, the benefit of a coupon code is it doesn't have that price matching law that is a requirement from all the major retailers. All the major retailers say you can't have a lower price on any platform. So if your book is normally $4.99, if you want to do a price coupon code for 99 cents, the price remains $4.99. It's at checkout with a coupon code that it goes down to 99 cents. So you can create those codes. You can create secret codes that you only give out to your biggest fans, your mailing lists, etc. or you can create them publicly. And I know uh, there's a, a Smashwords end of year sale. that's going to be happening very soon where we do a massive sale. We do a big push. And that's a, a gigantic sale and opportunity for people to find hundreds and hundreds of titles, all at fantastic reduced prices. And you'll see that pop up. It'll be there'll be an email coming out to you shortly about that. Um, and I'm sure if you've been a longtime Smashwords author, you probably know the benefits of being in part of that promo. And so those would be visible on the Smashwords store. Very exciting. I really enjoy that. Um, the next thing I want to share is digital audio. And I talked a little bit about audio when I went to payment splitting, but we actually have this free digitally narrated audiobooks uh, with their partner uh, through Apple. So the books have to be published to Apple Books in order to get into this program. And Apple Books has graciously allowed us to also allow you to, to distribute those to OverDrive, uh, which is a library wholesaler as well. Now, it's, it's an automated system. There's currently like two voices available. And what happens is when the manuscript is loaded to Apple, you, you put in the request to have the audiobook generated, and then we'll send that, uh, we'll send that over to, um, to Apple. They'll run it through their processing. Uh, they'll do, it's a digitally narrated uh, books. And, and again, it's, a, it's digitally narrated. So they're not 100% uh, perfect. Sometimes there's uh, sort of not necessarily what you would get from a human narrator. But the benefit here is that basically Apple's footing the bill to have these books converted for you. They're going to be available for sale uh, on Apple's uh, platform, which is available in countries around the world. And then they'll allow you to push that out to OverDrive. And there is a there is a disclaimer that shows that it is a digitally narrated book. And one of the benefits um, to, to this for authors, particularly for authors who can't yet afford 
the cost because it costs thousands of dollars to do a professionally narrated audiobook. So this may allow you for accessibility reasons to just have an audiobook of your book available so that more people have a chance to read it and discover your amazing talent as a writer. And then you are, are, can earn some money from that. And maybe you take that money and maybe you invest that in a human narrator. So you can have multiple versions of audiobooks. And that's something I've taken advantage of uh, a lot. And I toggle over to the comments and see if there's any other questions that came in. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. Right now, um, audiobooks, interesting. I hope they accept my French spy novels. <laughs> Very violent. I, I'm not sure. I think they're only doing English language at this point in time, but I, I think as, as they expand for different languages, et cetera, and different genres, because they're not doing all the genres yet, that is uh, something uh, to take a look at. Um, do you have to have a book uploaded to DDD already in order to have an Apple audiobook? Uh, well, the book has to be uploaded to Apple. It has to be in their system in order uh, to have an Apple audiobook. So that's something that you have to, uh, and, and it can be at Apple through Apple directly or through draft to digital So that's, uh, you have that flexibility in the choice, but it does have to be available at Apple as well. And uh, yeah, and Beth says, uh, really great uh, free digital narration will allow me to make audiobooks available right away. Wow. Yeah. And that's a wow too, Beth, for your readers, because then more people have the benefit of enjoying your awesome books. So that's pretty exciting. All right. So I'm going to head over to the next one. The other thing that's exciting now, I talked a, a lot about the Smashwords store and I talked about the coupon codes and stuff like that. Well, why would you want to send people to the Smashwords store? Well, one of the main reasons you want to send people to the Smashwords stores, did you know? We actually offer more margin. Yes, more margin for you, more money in your pocket. And one of the things a lot of authors will say is, well, okay, I, you make a decision, right? I, I may publish directly to some platforms and I use draft to digital for others. And because we don't charge anything up front, we make our money. And we're very clear about this. We're very transparent. We make the money by taking a little bit of that margin that you would make. So if you were publishing directly to a retail platform, you'd make 70%. And if you publish that same book to that same retail platform through draft to digital you're making roughly 60%. So that's a little bit less margin. But did you know that the lowest margin you would ever make on the Smashwords store is about 57%. That's the lowest margin. Now the lowest margin you make on many of the other platforms is 35% and that's based on the price range, you know, 299 uh, to 9.99, but the lowest you'll make at Smashwords is uh, is 57%, and that's because we own the store. It's our store. The only additional cost that we have to deal with is we have to pay the credit card companies, and of course, it's based on that. So, it's not necessarily based on the price of your book. It's based on the total in the shopping cart because the Smashwords store is a shopping cart. So that means, you know, an author, a, a customer, a reader can put one book in their shopping cart and do a checkout, or they can put two or three or four or whatever. It's the total of the shopping cart that determines the margin you get. And I'm going to share a little screenshot here. So at the low end, a 99 cent book, you're making 56.78%. Okay, I rounded it up to 57 just because I couldn't remember the number specifically. But, you know, between 56 and 57%, not bad. If the book's $1.99, again, you got to remember on most of those other platforms, you're still only making 35%. You're getting pretty much 70% at a $2 book. And then when you go to $2.99, it goes up to 74%. At $3.99, it's 76%. Now, $4.99 has been a common price for full-length novels for a lot 
uh, of authors. And that means for a $4.99 book, you're making 77.42%. You're making more margin that you'd make going direct to any other platform. Well, the only other way you're going to make more margin is when you're selling direct. And again, great thing we can do, and you can. We'll give you an ebook for free that you can make through draft to digital You can take that and you can sell it direct. We just want to support you. We just want to help you out. Once you go to $5.99, that goes up to 78%. But at the $10... Uh, at the $10 range. And that could be, you know, a book that sells for $10 or more, or it could be 10 99 cent books, or maybe 11 99 cent books to just to bring it over that $10 range. Everyone who has something in that shopping cart is going to get 80%, which is pretty exciting. And when you hit $20, that goes up to 81%. So we're so excited to be able to share that margin with you because we know how important that is for your author business to, to make it sustainable. We're going to be doing some really exciting things in the next year and a half or two years to make the Smashwords store even more robust, even more dynamic, and even more author-friendly than ever before to help you earn more of that margin. Megan's been doing some great promos and carousels on the Smashwords store as well. So uh, we're very thrilled to be able to do that. And the other thing we're very thrilled, this is sort of a, just a bonus item uh, to share with you, is that we recently announced, and you may have seen our email that came out, I believe it was earlier this week, but we, as of October 2023, draft to digital and Smashwords have helped bring more than a million books into this world, more than a million of your books. We are so excited that we get to work with you to help you get your books out into the world. We get to help you take these magnificent things that you've written and you've slaved and you've sweated over and you've typed your fingers to the bone and push those books out in the world in, in, the, in the hopes that there are readers out there that can enjoy and love the things that you've written. That is one of the things that drives us every single day to help you realize those dreams, to help introduce tools, to make it easier for you to continue to publish those books. Because we love that ability of democratizing the slush pile of traditional publishing, meaning some, some person in New York doesn't decide whether or not your book gets out and into the world. You decide. Um, and, and again, can we remove some of those barriers so you can focus on making it the best book you can getting a really good cover on it, and then how can we help you get that book produced in a professional style, in ebook, as well as in print, and how to get that out into the world. So that's really exciting. There's, yeah, one million books published through draft to digital uh, And so a uh, question comes in from Sanzi. Uh, how are the books uh, delivered uh, from the Smashwords store? So if, if you're uh, talking about from the customer perspective, is the customer... Now, this is one of the challenges right now, of course, is the customer purchases it, they download the EPUB or whatever, uh, usually it's an EPUB, and then they can sideload it to their uh, Kobo, their Nook, their Kindle, or whatever it is. Um, and, and, and Kindle does have ways to get it in there uh, more easily, but that's that's usually how they uh, they get delivered. So that's probably one of the things we're going to work on to make that experience a little easier. But you've got to remember, uh, the Smashwood store has hundreds of thousands of active monthly users and has had since the launch of Kindle. The, the first two platforms that existed in the world were you know, KDP or Amazon Kindle 
and Smashwords. And so there are Smashwords customers who've been doing this from the very beginning. So while it may not seem easy to the average person who's only ever purchased and had stuff automatically loaded to, you know, for in my case, uh, Kobo, because I do read most of my ebooks on Kobo, that may seem a little foreign, but there are uh, lots of customers who regularly do that because they have so many different ways you know on an apple device you open it up and and it, it usually the epub usually opens up in the apple books app uh just from having the epub on the device so so many different so many different ways uh to get access to it but that's something we'll probably continue to expand upon now i'm just going to scroll back up through the comments and see if there are any other questions that i should have answered or i should have noticed and hopefully <laughs> answered uh, let's see. Uh, so there we go. Yeah. And, uh, Hey, Margaret says happy Thanksgiving to the other Americans. And yes, that's right. Referral income is always great. That's fantastic. Um, and Alyssa's done a lot of, a lot of hard work in the comments. So thank you so much, uh, Alyssa for that. I think, uh, as I'm just scrolling back through, I think I got to, uh, most of the questions. If there's any fresh questions, that came up, uh, please pop them in uh, the comments. But, um, you know, I thought maybe, uh, maybe uh, I don't have to go for the full 45 minutes. How do you get, how do you get, so Anne asks, how do you get to the audiobook uh, selection sections for D2D? I have two books on Apple books. So Anne, uh, if you have a book in uh, draft to digital, you'll see the tab. It says ebook, it says print, audio and promotions. What you want to do is when the book's in draft to digital, you click on click on that. Uh, that's how you bring up the audiobook uh, selection. I guess uh, if you have any other specific questions, you can always email our support team so they can answer you more effectively and properly since they are the professionals. I'm just pretending to play one on, on your sort of TV screen right now. Um, and yes, I do, uh, Guillaume. I, I do agree. Alyssa is awesome. She is awesome personified. Uh, love the stuff that she does. All the all the cool things that look good and sexy and snazzy on draft to digital Alyssa usually had a hand in making that look good for us. Uh, so she's not just an awesome colleague who helps out in other departments, but she is the master, the master designer uh, of all the beauty that is, uh, is the draft to digital landscape. And um, comment here from the SP Countess is Thank you for sharing all the knowledge. Looking forward to printing paperbacks and audiobooks. Yeah, we're excited about that too as well. And Anne did ask, you can publish paperbacks and draft to digital? Yeah, of course. You bring in, uh, you can bring in your print-ready files. If you don't have print-ready files, uh, what we'll do is we'll take your Word document. You can use these beautiful templates, about 21 different templates, to make a nice print book with drop caps and special things like that that you can control. White or cream printing for paperbacks. You, you can load your uh, print-ready cover flat, or if you don't have one, and I didn't even get into this in, in this uh, 10 things you might not know, we'll make a cover flat for you. We'll do the automatic cover wrap for you, which is pretty exciting. Uh, so you, you may have only the front cover, and it'll be machine perfect. We do the wrap around, we base the, 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 the spine and the back color uh, based on the, the most primary color in the front cover, you can still change that. You can also change the styling and, and the fonts. You can uh, load an author, um, about the author, author photo as well. You can even put the colophon or your, your little logo on the spine for your publishing company. So lots of great flexibility. But the beautiful thing about this, and I was doing a library talk yesterday in, in uh, Brampton 
Ontario and somebody had asked, well, what if I change it? What if I add 10 pages or whatever to the manuscript? Well, with that machine perfect, machine automated cover, we'll take care of that for you and adjust the spine accordingly, which is really, really cool. I do love that feature in draft to digital print. And Beth is Beth has guests arriving. So go have a happy Thursday. Have a happy Thanksgiving, Beth. I hope the I hope the carving went well. I hope you enjoy your turkey. I hope everyone enjoys their turkey or whatever. Maybe it's brisket that they're having. Maybe it's some other food that they're having. Just enjoy whatever it is. Whomever is around, enjoy the day. Um, I am grateful to get to work with such amazing people on draft to digital I'm grateful that I get to work with such awesome authors from around the world. And I want to thank you guys for watching, uh, for your great comments, for your great questions. Hope you have a great Thursday. Oh, what the heck? I hope you have a great Friday and a, and a fantastic weekend. And we'll see you next week, as we always do, at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard. So be sure to bookmark d2dlive.com so you don't miss out on these amazing self-publishing insiders. They're often with multiple people. Jim is our main host who interviews people from across the industry. I'm, I'm one of his Ed McMahons who will be a backup for him. You can like, you can comment, or make friends with the like button. Comment, subscribe, and we love that. And if you do not have a free account at D2D, you can create one over at drafttodigital.com. So thank you guys again so much. I am now going to close this out with a word about draft to digital print from the awesome, from uh, our colleague in the voice of the, the lovely Kevin Tumlinson, as soon as I can find it, because I have so many slides here. But I'm going to say, have a great weekend, everyone. And now a little bit of word about draft to digital print in the lovely voice of Kevin Tumlinson. Ebooks are great, but there's just something about having your words in print. Something you can hold in your hands, put on a shelf, sign for a reader. That's why we created D2D Print, a print-on-demand service that was built for you. We have free, beautiful templates to give your book a pro look, and we can even convert your ebook cover into a full wraparound cover for print. So many options for you and your books. And you can get started right now at draft2digital.com.